0: Hey everybody, Kyle Jackson here with Not A Groundy Outdoors, joined by Rodney Wood. How's it going everybody? (laughs) Welcome to the podcast. Uh, We hope you guys have been following along with our podcast. We've been enjoying doing them. Um, Tonight, we've got the opportunity to talk about our Hunt It Forward podcast. quote unquote program i don't think that's the right word rodney i don't know what i know, to
1: call it i know and we've been struggling with this for for a while now so so ever since we decided that not a grande outdoors was kind of go gonna go in this direction the hunt it forward uh thing uh we've we've struggled with it we don't know whether to call it a program um a mission statement i mean what what the heck is it
0: <laughs> well, it's 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 our take on, or I, I guess I should say our uh, our push to to bring new hunters into into hunting. Uh, but it's not really a program because it's you know not terribly terribly organized at this point. Although we have a a direction, we have a uh, an idea, and we've started to put some stuff into motion. But I guess it's just really um, our our <laughs> our <what>? mentorship. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't
1: know. Maybe maybe we need to do a poll, and we need to get some people's input on on what to call it. Um, now that's not a bad
0: idea, right there.
1: Yeah, because because I like you said, program just just it's is fitting. So the hunt it forward. Thing
0: I, is, I, 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 we should probably call it a hunt it forward idea. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And I would be, the, I would the be hunt on, it forward
1: attitude, right? Attitude maybe. Attitude might work, but the I, but, idea but I don't is, like. There's
0: there's more there's more to it than just attitude too, because we're actually putting it in motion. So. Correct.
1: Correct. Idea um, I struggle with because this is an original idea. I mean, it, it's it's not you know taking people hunting that have not been hunting before is not a new idea
0: um, no not a not a new idea it's just you know putting our name on it, the the hunting correct. forward it's it's a way to kind of take all the all the conversation and you know how do we do this what do we need to do it's it's a way to take that and put it into a a a catchphrase, a, you know, hashtag hunt it forward. It's a way to put that forth in a palatable, uh, easy to uh, push uh, media idea. Right. Right. Yeah. It's our, it's (laughs) our war cry. It's our rally cry, if you will. Yeah. That's a good, uh, yeah, that's a good route. It's a, that's a good way to put it. It's our rally cry to bring forth those, not unique ideas, but but you know, uh, our rally cry to bring that forward.
1: Yes, yeah.
0: So, but it, it it's not it's not an idea. It, you know, it it is an attitude.
1: It's a concept.
0: A sense, it's a yeah. It's a concept, uh, and, and maybe that's that's uh, the best term that that has has stuck out so far is concept because. Except that it's going to become a reality. It's, it's not going to be a concept right? anymore. Right. Well, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that's what we're going to talk about today is the
1: reality of hashtag hunt it forward and not a Grandi outdoors. Um, we aren't talking about it anymore. Um, right. We're doing it. Yeah. Uh,
0: that That's absolutely correct. So if you guys, you know, if this is the first podcast you're hearing, if you've heard you know just a couple of our podcasts uh there's there's one i can't even remember which which podcast episode it was but we talk about pretty in depth about our hunt it forward at the time idea uh and that is you know that we are going to take new hunters who haven't been hunting or you know we we would also like to reactivate hunters so a, a hunter that may or you know may not have been hunting for 10 or more years but we're going to take new hunters hunting and and give them that experience and and hopefully get them to continue in that hunting experience and so we've been uh reaching out to our friends and trying to come up with some contacts uh, of people who haven't ever hunted before you know a lot of times as hunters we we hang out with other hunters we Uh do things with other hunters uh and so it's uh, like i was talking about with uh one of our hunted forward candidates this evening you know me meeting somebody who hasn't been hunting before is is fairly rare and so i i kind of relied on on a friend of mine who's who's uh also hunts, but is in some, some different, you know, scenes. Some of, some of the, I uh, jokingly call them the the hippie crowds, but, uh, but crowds where, you know, she runs into more people who, who don't, uh, necessarily hunt, fish, trap, do those things, um, or even think about those things. And so I, I kind of reached out to her, uh, And we started to put into motion this hashtag hunt it forward. Yes. And so the, the kind of rehashing that the idea is we'll take these new people hunting. We're going to use contacts that we have private landowners to get, get some tags uh, so that they kind of have a guaranteed at least experience to go hunting. Um, And then the second part of that is to take them hunting uh, and hopefully give them a good experience. And the second part of that is to walk them through next year, walk Correct. them through the proclamation, walk them through putting in for fur hunts. Um, and then the, the grand overarching, you know, pie in the sky idea is that those people then become mentors themselves and, and hopefully down the line a year, two years, three years down the line. Uh, bring somebody new into hunting themselves exactly that
1: would be the ultimate goal is you know let's say and maybe it's kind of the teacher's mentality um neither one of us are really teachers but you know you hear it said uh i've heard heard it said i I,
0: I do a lot of teaching
1: (laughs) well i i know but i mean actual teachers you know where they say you know if i can make you know they're not going to make a difference in every kid's life so Let's say we do this with, with ten or fifteen or twenty people, you know, over the next few years, and and if we get a couple of them to pass it on, then you know I mean, hopefully you they, they all do, you know, but yeah, but you know, the teacher's mentality, we want to reach somebody. And if, and if we me and you are two people, and if the two of us can get one more person hunting um and then and then that person can get one more person hunting it's a pyramid effect and 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 um if more hunters would be open to this then then that's that's what happens it uh it starts to grow the sport and and so
0: here's here's a good question for you rodney i mean we, we might have talked about this before but uh i've slept since then um you know i guess the the question is you know there, there's all this this conversation about getting new hunters hunting why did we why did we get to this place why i mean why have hunters been so clannish been so well they hadn't even been clannish so we, we kind of eat our own but right why, why have we not realized that that we've got to get more people into hunting
1: you know um I I think you you said it. I mean, you answered your own question right there. We eat our own. Um, we're a very closed-minded. I don't know if that's the right, but we're very guarded. You know, we we that's guard. A good, yeah, that's a good that's a good term there. That, that
0: guarded. Yeah, um, we guard
1: our strategies. We guard our honey holes. We guard our spots. We guard what hunt we're going to put in for. Um, I know just this year, um, in in starting this venture. I know that I've seen blowback. I've, I've had hunters tell me, you know, you're, you're, you're talking about spots and you're giving away spots and you're giving away hunting information. And that is not conventional uh, thinking in the hunting community. It's just not. And I get a lot of kind of crosswise looks, um, you know, when I share information and I know that I've shared information on Facebook Um, I've shared more information with, with even just friends than I normally would have, but I've got to get myself into that mindset. And so in getting myself into that mindset, I have to be open across the board. I can't just be open with the hunt it forward candidates. I need to build into that mindset that I'm going to be more open as a hunter. I'm going to be, I'm going to share more. Um, and I'm not, I think that's,
0: I think that's a good, that's a really good point. If you remember our podcast, uh, with, uh, uh Chet and Mark Maunder, Mark Monders is kind of the one I'm going to, I'm going to speak to on this. You know, you, you remember Mark, he was, mm-hmm. he was the one who got, uh, you know, Patrick Smith into hunting and then in turn got Trevor Brazil into hunting. And then, mm-hmm. uh, and kind of after that got Chet, Chet fairies into hunting. Um, uh, So when when we had that podcast with him, that's that's what he was talking about was that mindset that we've gotten away from, or we've or we've gotten into this kind of this false narrative about what hunting should be about, right? And and, you know we've gotten to the point where it's you know it's about killing the animal, it's about getting that trophy, the trophy, show that off,
1: the trophy right there, yeah. And you know what? You know what I, I've I've come to learn. You know I'm 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 in my I guess mid forties now, early to mid forties now. Um, and what I've come to learn is the most important thing that I have ever taken away from hunting is the experiences that I shared with friends and family. It's it's never the animal that I took. Um, it's not even about just, it's, it's not even just about the meals. I eat. Don't get me wrong. now I love the meals. Don't, I don't want to get a thousand emails about I'm, I'm not hunting for the meat. Cause I, I am hunting for the meat. I do want to eat it uh, and all of that. But the, the stories, the camaraderie, the, the shared um, experiences that you have with other people um, are so much more a part of the hunting than any of the trophies that I have on my wall.
0: Yeah. And so, and that's the, I think that's the point that, that Mark was trying to make. I, you know, um, I can't hardly watch a hunting show just because the image put forth and we're guilty of doing, you know, what we've done to ourselves. The image that we put forth is that it's, you know, it's about hanging that sucker on the wall. Uh Um, and, you know, I think that's kind of where that, I think that's why, uh, you know, guys like Steve Ranella have, have really kind of exploded because he was the first one I really enjoyed watching. Because right. He went home, you know, he would go on a hunt and n- not go home with an animal.
1: Right. right?
0: And that was almost unheard of in yep. any other hungry show. And,
1: and, you know, and, and, and I don't mean to interrupt you, but you know, he even, he even spoke about that. I, I, I don't know if it was, I think it was, I was listening to one of his podcasts and he even spoke about that, about how he was filming a show and he was like, you know, we, we can't do this. We can't film a show where you don't take an animal. Um, but it was such a success. And I think that he, in the end, he ended up embracing it and and realizing that, it was speaking to his actual beliefs on hunting, and it was so yeah. much more real than so many of the other shows that are out there. That you know, if they're not getting a trophy, the show's not a success. Yeah, and that's so not what hunting is about. I mean, me and you brag about our success rate of hunting together. And uh, last podcast, me and on just well, broke a curse. I'm not,
0: um, i I would say brag because we're still. I mean, we we have been very fortunate to to come home with animals. Yes. Uh, you know, if you really break it down, um, I'm not going to say we're not successful hunters, but but we, you know, more, more often than not, as as a person myself, more often than not, I've come home empty-handed yes but But as as a group we have a pretty good success rate yeah we're
1: we're we're 50 percent um as a group me and you um me and you are are 50 percent um uh when we go hunting together 50 percent of the time and the point i'm trying to make though is that yeah we may brag about that number we may be happy that we're yeah you know five out of ten times we come home with an animal five out of ten times we don't
0: exactly well and here's the other thing and and this is kind of getting into the conversation i had tonight with uh with our second person that we're going to take hunting um but it it was i I needed to make this point to her uh she's a person who has never hunted before Uh and maybe this maybe this is a good time to kind of bring her in and kind of give a little bit of a background absolutely Uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're going to bring her in on a different podcast, um, prior to her hunt. Uh, but I kind of wanted to talk about her tonight because, um, she is brand new, never been hunting, uh, never even, I mean, never obviously thought, obviously thought about it because, because we got hooked up to, to do this together. But, um, two years ago was when she said she first kind of had the thought that she wanted to go hunting. Um, and, and so I sat down with her tonight to kind of explain the hunt it forward, what we wanted to do. And, uh, you know, uh, her background is that she, she's from Cincinnati. She's living in, in New Mexico, uh-huh. working, in, working in New Mexico because she wanted to change the scenery, decided to come to the Southwest. Uh, but, she she grew up in cincinnati and so complete city girl never been around agriculture never been around you know hunting or anything like that and so i you know i asked her what what got her even thinking about this and she said that a couple of coworkers uh were always talking about hunting so she kind of thought oh that might be interesting but her biggest reason or her biggest drive right now to try this And this is what I was hoping for. These were kind of some of the people that we kind of targeted Mm -hmm. uh, with with our hunt it forward idea was that, you know, she eats meat and she wants to have a greater connection to her food. She wants to know where it comes from. She wants to uh, really, she thinks that there's a major gap between the consumer and where the food comes from. Mm -hmm. I totally get that, you know, I grew up, I grew, I grew up on a ranch. We've talked about that before, how that disconnect is really, um, causes issues within, within society. Mm -hmm. You know, I grew up on a ranch. You grew up, you know, out in the country. We have that connection. I've butchered my own animals. Yes. I shoot. I've butchered animals that I raised myself. Yep. You know, they had names. I won't even get into that, but, um, we have that connection and that's what she's searching for. And I think there's a lot more of her kind out there wanting to find that connection back to what she eats, what she consumes, knowing that it's, you know, where it comes from and and, ha- you know, having the respect for that animal that that you're ultimately consuming.
1: Yes. Yeah. Because meat doesn't come from the grocery store. That's no, just where you buy it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and unfortunately, in this world that we live in, there are a lot of people. Uh, amazingly, that believe that milk and and meat and produce comes from a grocery store, and that's well, just it... not the fact.
0: And it's not just the common lay people either. I I saw a quote from, and thank goodness the po- political season is over. But, oh my lord! Uh, I don't <laughs> want to bring us back to that. But I did see a quote from one of the candidates who was running for for Georgia governor, and the quote was, "Why do we need Why do we need people in agriculture um, when we have grocery stores?" Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and so that's kind of the ignorance that is being fought not only on the agricultural side but mm-hmm. but also on the hunting side mm-hmm. because it is a good source of uh
1: you know and, wild meat and and you asked you asked earlier you know why why is it that it is why is it that we believe that it's important to to bring people in new people in not not um Yes, we are. We are also looking to to um um, what's the word that you use? Reactivate. Reactivate old hunters, but primarily one of our focuses on these new hunters, like you said, and a a, a person like our new candidate, um, because information is key. Ignorance is not stupidity. Words have meaning. Ignorance simply means that you're not educated on a subject, and. By bringing new people in that travel in different circles, um, their circles are more liable to trust their statements on the information than ours, because we are hunters. So if we bring new people in that are in these other circles, like you said, you, you jokingly called them the hippies, um, well, if that's who she's running around with and there's no offense to them, but if that's who she's running around with and she comes with us and she has this experience and it's a good experience, then she can go and she can talk to them. And they're definitely going to um, accept her uh, uh, interpretation of the act of hunting uh, a lot better than they would from us. And so that's that's, where they might
0: they they might balk or or, you know, bow up or cut, you know, based on any preconceived notions of hunters, you know, based on what they've seen in social media. Yes. What they've gotten from, uh, you know, other anti groups or whatever. Uh, Whereas if they have someone that they know that they I mean, it's just it's just common sense. If you if you got uh, somebody. Coming in and telling you how it's going to be that you've never met before, their, your first instincts and be like, "Who the who the crack is this joker?" Right. And so, but if you have your, you know, your neighbor, someone you grew up with, or, or a friend say, "No, no, no, this, you know, this is the way it is," uh, you're more likely to accept that and look or, more into it.
1: At least listen, you know, at at, least, yeah, at least yeah, listen. be be more open minded to it. And that's really what we're after is to educate people um, to, to give, uh, some, uh, an experience that hopefully they can learn from. Um, and even if they don't ever do it again, uh, you know, even if this candidate, let's say she, she, she goes out and she, she enjoys it and, and she gets that connection that she's looking, for, looking for. Um, and she decides that it's not for her. That's okay. Because now she's going to have an experience. She's going to have, um, a story that she can relay to others and maybe others will want to try it out. and Maybe they'll enjoy it and want to stick with it, you know, but it's all about education. And even if she doesn't become a lifelong hunter, she may become an advocate for hunting rights. And that's,
0: and so it's so funny because, uh, you know, that's exactly what we talked about. You weren't here. You didn't get to meet with her. Um, but, you and I are such a similar mind that that's exactly what we talked about. You know, she asked that question to me. She said, well, what? what if I don't like it? You know, I said, that's okay. That's okay. You know, she said, well, I'm probably going to cry. I'm kind of getting a little emotional just thinking about it right now. I said, <laughs> you know, and I, I had to tell her, I said, you are going to have so many emotions running through you. You should not, don't be ashamed of it. Don't, no. you know, if, i I don't know about you. I'm pretty sure you're the same as I am, but I'm still the same way. Every time I take an animal's life, I feel a little bit of little bit of sadness. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you took you took something that was, you know, you took a life mm-hmm. That's not to be taken lightly. No, I also feel at the exact same time, I also feel elation mm-hmm. that i was able to you know outwit this wild animal i was able to put my skills to the use i feel elation that i you know i've put some meat on the table for my family i feel gratitude and respect for the for the you know experience that i had uh leading up to and including you know after having you know harvested that animal like you know, and I had to explain that to her. Don't, you know, don't get in the mindset that this is, you know, you're, you're, you're going to feel one way or another. You never know what you're going to feel. Right. But I can guarantee you there's going to be a whole host of emotions you're going to be feeling. So don't, don't feel uh, ashamed or don't feel like we're going to judge you because, you know, you don't feel the way we do. Yeah. If you don't like it, that's okay. That's why you tried it. We just want to give you the opportunity.
1: Yes. Yeah, that's, that's what it's about. And, and you're exactly right. That I, like, like I said earlier, I'm, you know, mid forties. Um, I've been doing this a long time. I've been doing this since I was like 12, 13 years old. Um, you know, I, I've been going on hunting trips since I could walk. Um, I've been hunting myself large animals, uh, since I was 12 or 13 years old. And even now, you know, I, I was fortunate enough to, to harvest a deer, um, uh, a couple of weeks ago in a way that I never have, um, predominantly my hunting experiences have been, um, with short range, uh, um, hunting equipment, archery, muzzleloaders, uh, things, right. of things of that nature where you're the, the entire experience is much more personal because you have to get so much closer. Yeah. Uh,
0: I mean, you, you can see, you can,
1: you can see them looking at you. Yeah, you can, you you can know, see them that. blinking and, and, exactly. and breathing. And um, you can count their hairs. and yeah. so, so this year, I, I took an animal with a, uh, a rifle at 460 yards. It was much less um, high emotion uh, at the time of the shot. But the emotions did not change when we got to the animal. It yeah. was, and, and it's a roller coaster. It's, it's like you said, it's some sorrow and it, and it's some joy. And there was, there was some added, uh, emotions in it because, you know, me and d have never harvested an animal to, while hunting together. Um, yeah, and so, so yeah, you, you know, but, and you throw that in the mix is just the, just the, the experience that the sharing the experience, uh, with a close friend, um, it just so much so much emotion yeah you can't you can't uh you can't fault somebody for for getting uh emotional and and um you know outwardly emotional during that time because it is a roller coaster
0: yeah and like you said you know when when i was talking to her and she asked that question you know well, well are you gonna be sorry if i don't you know if i don't like it i, I you know absolutely not we're not gonna Mm-mm. be sorrow sorry because you know um even if she decides, hey, hunting's not for me, or at least big game hunting's not for me, or, or whatever she decides, she's gonna have a full idea of what all goes into hunting. and and that's yeah. I think one of the big misconceptions out there is that oh, you're just killing animals. No, there's so much more to it. you mm-hmm. know, you know, playing the wind, uh, you, there's a and I jokingly told her, but it's pretty dang, you know, it's a, it, we say it all the time. That's why it's called hunting and not killing because yes, there is skill absolutely involved in it. And, uh-huh. um, so anyways, uh, kind of getting, getting back to her. I, I am really excited for her. You know, our other candidate, um, I'm excited for her because she's never been hunting, but it's a completely different kind of, uh, it's going to be a completely different kind of experience because she has, you know, experience with guns and she's got, you know, she's got gear. She's shot guns before. Uh, in fact, uh, I talked to her just recently and she said she would purchased a new rifle and was putting a new optic on it this weekend. And so I'm hoping to get get with her pretty soon. Uh, and now, uh, hopefully at the same time, be able to take out uh, Emily, this new the new candidate. Uh, take them out on and do a range day and get, make sure everything's squared away. But, uh, you know, two completely different people in two completely different situations. Um, and it's all good. It's all good moving forward to do this hunt it forward um, concept to, to get this rolling because, uh, you know, that's, that was the that was the, the the idea that we came up with that was kind of uh, the target audience that we wanted and so finally this, this new one I'm excited because this will be new ground you know i i it'll be really interesting to see to see the whole process to see her take all this information in and see what she does with it.
1: Yeah yeah it's going to be really cool uh I'm looking really. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, the, the you know, what what we've we've been working on this stuff for we really haven't been working on it that long in, in the grand scheme. of things. yeah, long, wasn't it? yeah. So so you know six or so months, um, a little less maybe. That uh, that we've been kind of proceeding with this goal with this uh, uh, venture of Nata Grande Outdoors. Um started with uh my wife pestering us to do a podcast because she thought we'd be funny at it.
0: Um yeah, she, she's regretting that, isn't she? Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she's she she's probably not regretting it as much as Annie, but uh um, well
0: Annie's regretting a lot of stuff Right, right, <laughs> right.
1: But she you know, she I think she understands. Um I, I think she was right. Um I think she underestimated underestimated my tornado mode. Uh
0: yeah, I I think she uh I think she thought it would be something that would play out, you know, we would get tired of it or whatever. I don't
1: I don't think that she thought it would play out. I just don't know that she had it in her head that we would get this involved. I think she thought we might do a podcast here and there and Um, who knows? We'll talk to her again. You know, we had, we had her and Annie on the podcast. I I really enjoyed that podcast myself. Um, and she's actually, she's, she's actually been pestering me, not pestering me, but, um, um, asking to do another one. She wants to do another one with us. Um, and she's actually been talking about possibly doing her own podcast. Um, you know, so, so yeah i think she might have underestimated or, or forgot how determined i can get especially once me and you get together
0: yeah, on a, they, on yeah, a they project. project they both they both uh, under under us on that yeah note so um
1: but yeah now 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 here we are um with our first hunt it forward participants i guess we should quit calling them candidates and calling participants because we're we're taking them hunting right
0: yeah well yes we are taking them hunting um and this is kind of the this is kind of the frustrating part of uh uh of this whole thing is is it's all gonna have to really kind of come together uh we've only got a couple of weeks before we actually go hunting and i have yet to get the authorization numbers i'm 99 percent sure that I've got those authorization numbers for for uh, a couple of uh, female immature antelope tags. Uh, I'm just waiting on the guy to call me and say, "Hey, hey, here's the authorization numbers." He's he's promised them to me. He's told me as soon as he gets them, he will give them to me. He's just waiting on them from his boss. So there you go. Uh, I I just I'm gonna have to probably start pestering a little bit to get to make sure that this gets, gets rolling with and, with, and if it, you know, if, if this kind of falls through, that's okay. We, we, we can probably come up with some other options.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Most certainly we'll, we'll have a backup plan in place, but yeah, um, you know, three or four weeks out we're we're, uh, um, it's starting to get pretty exciting, exciting. Yep.
0: Yeah, it is. It is. So I, you know, it's uh, this is uh, we've had some po- <laughs> we're kind of getting hung up here, but we've had some positive comments and positive feedback on this hunt it forward. Um, I hope that some other people will kind of, you know, if, it, if, if these are the only two people we take hunting, so be it. but, but if we can get this idea rolling within the hunting community, um, you know, here in New Mexico uh, and then maybe, you know, on elsewhere, that's, that's what we're looking for. That's the success we're looking for. It's just we have got to quit being so close about hunting, about we've got to quit being playing everything so close to the chest. If we're going to survive. You know, as yeah. hunters, as conservationists, yeah. we have got to educate yeah. anybody and everybody that we can. Yeah, and and I want to go full disclaimer here.
1: I I understand. Um, you know, I've got a lot of, of of acquaintances that are hunters slash guides, um, you know slash uh, um, outfitters that. It's it's a livelihood for them, and and so I understand their their guardedness about the hunting um, stuff because you know the more hunters that we put into the pool, the harder it is, the harder it is to draw tag. I get that, uh, and the, these the,
0: so I I'm gonna I'm gonna call a bull crap flag on that because um, at least here in New Mexico. If you're an outfitter, you have a guaranteed 6% of the tags in New Mexico. So I'm going to call a little bit of yeah, crap on yeah, that.
1: Yeah, no, no, I, and I get that as well. But, but, um, you know, the, the, you know how it is. Uh, they're protecting I do, their livelihood. I do. No, I, yeah. And I, I, do. I get that. Um, but where's their livelihood going to go if we lose? hunting rights and currently that's what's happening it's death by a thousand cuts you know and it may not be happening right here in new mexico but it could be um and you know there's places where where uh, like i said it's death by a thousand cuts they they, they say it's
0: being it's being tried Uh, if if you think that that our hunting rights aren't under under attack here in new mexico you have not been paying attention because every single legislative session there is some sort of hunting absolutely banning coyote hunting. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. They're trying to, you know, they they were trying to saddle game and fish with, uh, with wild mustangs, and uh,
1: and we happen to be a guinea pig state. Yeah, they they like to try stuff in New Mexico so they can get it to stick here and then spread it out to other states. They just lost trapping rights, um, in in Colorado. Colorado. Yes. You know, they, they, it, death by a thousand cuts, you know, they, they won't take your right to hunt bear away, but they're going to take your right to hunt bear with dogs away. And then they're going to take your rights to hunt bear over bait away. And then before you know it, uh, they'll well, take you your, hunt, you can't hunt bear over baits anyway. In I'm the Mexi- in New Mexico, <laughs> in New Mexico, just, you can. Know, but, but other States, you know, you know what know. I'm saying?
0: Um, I do. I'm just giving you a hard time.
1: Was it New Jersey where you can't hunt bear? Uh, yeah, I think New Jersey they banned bear
0: hunting. Um, well, in California you, you can't hunt cougar.
1: Yeah, California you can't hunt cougar. You know, I might have to check on that New Jersey thing. Maybe it's the other way. Maybe they just gained their rights to hunt bear back up there. But there was something about New Jersey, New York, somewhere around there in the bear hunting. But that's my point. They they get us one one click at a time. You know, yep. you, you know you you can't do this, and then you can't do that, and you can't use this trick. Oh, we're gonna let you hunt, but you just can't hunt this way. And then before you know it, we can't hunt.
0: Yeah. So it's exactly that. Uh, You know, good proof of that is, uh, again, not 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 trying to pull us back into the political realm. But, um, you know, the state land, part of what we consider as public land here in New Mexico, state land, um, you know, they're trying they're trying to make it so you can't hunt coyotes on state land. And they're going to say, oh, yeah, it's okay. We're not going to we're not going to mess with you hunting coyotes on on private land Mm -hmm. but guess what you give them that they're going to take the next
1: yeah you give them an inch and they'll take a mile Mm -hmm. we don't we don't want them to be be taking our rights we've got to stop the cutting because you know eventually we're going to bleed out um so so we've got to protect our rights and we the only way that we can do that is to bring new people in Mm -hmm. um the the average age of a hunter goes up by one every year uh and we need to bring that number down.
0: Yeah. Well, not not only that, so bringing this all the way back to kind of what we talked about at the beginning um that that teacher mentality if i can get if i can reach one one kid, if i can reach one person. Um you know, i i spent some time overseas doing doing some some church work and you know, sometimes i, I hear stories about it all the time that uh, sometimes you talk to a person and at the time there's absolutely you know they're not interested blah 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 but then later on you hear that something good that, that they you know uh, there was
1: a seed planted there was a
0: seed planted exactly that's kind of what I'm trying to get at um, but if we can get you know one of these or in the next 10 years one out of 10 to get latch on and really embrace that hunting and that and conservation lifestyle we're probably going to get their kids and then we're probably going to get their grandkids and that's what that's what it's about and and plant that seed and and hopefully get it to grow exactly
1: exactly and if nothing else just advocates for hunters you know for hunting rights you know so yeah
0: um that's what it's about yeah, most of the time, that's what that's what you're fighting, anyways. Is most of the people out there are not anti-hunting; they're Correct. just they're just neutral either way. Yes, uh, you know, it's it's just they're misinformed or they have you know misinformation mm-hmm. or, or whatever the 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 deal is. Most people are not anti-hunting. We have just got to do a better job of educating what hunting is and mitigating, you know, those, that, those bad experiences that people have yeah, and let them know that, you know, in, in every contingent, there's, there's that portion of it that is not doing things right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that,
0: and that, you know, and that, uh, and another thing too,
1: is, you know, when we, when we do, when we do talk to these people, I, and uh, I won't speak to you, but I'll, I'll speak for myself. I know that growing up um, when I was a younger person, I was a lot looser with the rules.
0: <laughs> um, oh, you we talked <laughs> about this. I was did, plenty loose. I tried to get I tried like hell to get you to kill all right. on the I, side. I, of I I couldn't remember if we would talked about
1: that if if I'm, on the podcast or not. Have,
0: well, but, either we talked about it or is in one of those podcasts that we accidentally deleted uh, erased whenever we yeah. first tried to get right. started this technology is killing us but yeah but yeah, yeah i mean it there's a there's a joke out there about you know um I, again i don't talk about my work all that much uh, in conjunction with it's not a grande but uh, you know they they say the best game wardens uh or poachers make the best game wardens because they know you know you know how the the, the criminal thinks but, right uh, I, I will be very forthcoming in saying that there was a point in time where I tried like hell to get you to kill an elk on the wrong side of the fence. Yes, you did. And my brother was a game warden at the time. Yes, and we were staying with
1: him. yes you did. And, for, <laughs> and and you know, that is the only thing that kept me from doing it because I, I, I wanted to shoot that bull. The only reason I didn't is I didn't want your brother to be put in a position to have to write us a ticket. Yeah. Uh, that's the only thing that stopped me. Um, Thank goodness because, we've
0: grown up since then.
1: Yeah that that same year, of course, I, I say that that same year I tried to shoot a deer um, over the hood of my pickup. The only thing that stopped me then was the rain and and popping the muzzleloader caps instead of instead of the powder and the bullet. <laughs> so, but the point I'm trying to make is, you know, when we take these people out, we're going to teach them to do it the right way, um, the lawful way. And there's a reason. It's it's not because we're prudes. Or, or squares or anything. It's just respect. And hunters need to learn that in advocating for our own rights, we have to be mindful and respectful of others. Mm-hmm. Private property owners. There's a lot mm-hmm. of things that private property owners do that I don't agree with. Yeah, But that doesn't give me the right to disrespect them or their property. Um, I need to be respectful of The public property because it doesn't belong to me it belongs to everybody um and we also need to be respectful of anti-hunters
0: i think so let me let me back you up there Mm -hmm. and talk about talk to that point a little bit so you know trespassing is is obviously you know obviously wrong You, you ought to know there's enough there's enough technology out there for you to know where the hell you're hunting Mm -hmm. you know stop stop trying to push those boundaries um you know we have we advocate for it that we need to start repairing those those relationships between those relationships between hunters and private landowners we're getting shut out of more and more land we 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 need to start building those relationships back up Mm -hmm. but at the same time i want to touch on your your other point is, is that we have to respect public land because it's everybody's. Yes. Um, you know, just recently, they uh, they they put in a new road uh, to some state land up in GMU 48. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, it's called the Cooks Peak Road. Mm-hmm. And the state land office uh, got together with several different stakeholders and plowed a road up to some and put in an access point person for some, from some state land up there really thankful that they did it that opened up quite a bit of country that was real rough country i mean you couldn't hunt it unless you unless you walked or had horses but but um you know they the state land office did that they designated a camping area um you know the camping area it was not you you kind of had to i'm not gonna say work to get to it but but it wasn't easy easily accessible uh it wasn't right there where the road was it was just it was down the way and and you had to kind of go in and loop around and come back well you know i was up there uh during elk season and dadgummit if we didn't get that road in we got all new access and got a camping area for people and what did what it what happened some jerks came in and cut the private landowners fence to eat more easily access that camping area and you're and you're just thinking are you freaking kidding me right all that work all that work is just wiped out
1: yeah all all that all that good relationship all that good that 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 growth it is destroyed with one action, you know you can do a thousand things right, and nobody remember it, but you fudge up one time and everybody's gonna remember it <laughs> <Fudge> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's me trying to that's avoid that's, that, that, that's me trying to avoid that explicit button that we have to click uh, depending <laughs> on to, the language tell of the podcast. Gigi, hey,
0: don't worry about it. Not explicit this time. right, right.
1: But yeah, <laughs> so it, it's frustrating and that and so so it's very important for me um, to express that. That um, cut your dumbass behavior. There goes my explicit. Um, <laughs> well uh, you know and it's-
0: you know it's everywhere you know we we went we went when we went for the one day that we got to hunt on, mm-hmm. on the elk hunt mm-hmm. um back in in the colon neblet mm-hmm. i mean you had to work to get where we we're at mm-hmm. and there was beer cans and it's like you right? gotta be kidding me. right what is
1: wrong with so me? frustrating it's just it's annoying um and, and, and there's I'll, I'll touch on another thing, and I'm probably going to hack a lot of people off right here. Grip and grins. I don't have a whole lot of problem with a grip and grin. They're oh, what a grip and grin. You know the the grip and grin pictures. I, I do them myself. But I don't I don't think I know what you're talking about. The grip when you when you get an animal and then you take a picture of it. With, the grip and grin.
0: Oh, okay. I was like, what the heck are you talking about? Yeah, is this like is this like a is this like a, something to help you? You take a crap in the woods? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. The grip and grin, the pictures that you take of your okay. animals.
1: Okay. okay. I have no problems with them. I do plenty of myself. <clears throat> what I what, what what does tend to bother me though is these bloody mangled animals in the grip and grins. You know. Yes, you can do that. Yes, you have every right to do that. But just because you have the right to do something doesn't mean you should. Um, I personally think that these things should be done a little bit more tasteful.
0: Uh, well, it's a, there's 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 uh, there's the point there. You know, uh, you you can you know you, the legal to open carry in the state of New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Should you walk down um, Eubank in, in Albuquerque with a long gun strapped across you? No, no. that's an idiotic move. Yeah. Yeah, it's just... Same thing. Yeah. You know.
1: Um, yeah, and I, I, I agree with your right to open carry. Uh, you know, but there's there's certain situations, you know, and, and the only reason that I say that you shouldn't do that is because we do have to be mindful of our rights. And when when non-hunters see this stuff, we're just giving them am- ammunition. And there's a lot of people out there that say, well, screw them, I can do what I want. Yeah, yeah. and that's... Yeah, you can. That, you can't exactly but we've got to change that mentality
0: so and that's that's a, that's a and a really good point uh, Or you know that there are a lot of people out there say well screw them you know who cares we don't we don't care what they think um well yeah that's fine and and good but if we are gonna like like you were talking about, if we are gonna keep our rights, we have to learn how to market ourselves in a better light.
1: Yes, that's it exactly. And it's not about it's not about pandering to them. I'm not talking about pandering to them. I'm just talking about showing a little bit more respect for the animal. Mm-hmm. You know, showing them that we respect. The entire process, you know, and that's kind of what kind of where I stand on that. Uh, and it's the same thing. Like you said, pick up your damn trash. Clean up your campsite. Clean up your campsite. Not because it's not not because somebody else is going to be coming behind you and using it because it's the right damn thing to do.
0: Yeah, exactly. And uh, like you said, the public public land is not it's not yours. It's everybody. Correct. Correct and
1: the, so the we are public landowners yes we
0: are public landowners
1: and that land is owned by us but that spot does not belong to us and us alone it belongs to everybody so mm-hmm. clean up your camping spots don't cut private fence um you know if you're
0: i think if, we, we kind of got on kind of got on a, on a side yeah, note we did, there didn't but, we? but that's okay because this is the type of thing that hunt it forward is about we want yes. to teach them the right way we want yes. to teach them you know the you know ethics ethics you know, hunting is about ethics
1: ethics morals yep um you know the, the the important things you know and and uh people can yell at us people can get mad at us and that's that's fine uh, we've stated it a thousand times this is our opinion um you know you do you we're gonna do us and uh, hopefully, you know, we reach some people.
0: I think we will. I, I think there's many, many more people out there like Emily who are wanting to get into hunting but don't know how. Um, and we just need to be be accommodating. We, you know, you don't have to give them your honey, honey hole. But guess what? You can give them your second best place to hunt. Yeah. Uh, you know, take them out, show them um i will all day long i will tell i will tell somebody hey yeah here's a good place to go hunting because guess what just because you tell them this is a good place to go hunting doesn't mean they're going to get an animal no could they yeah could they get that freaking buck that you've been after yeah Yeah, but that buck's not your buck no you know what i mean no yeah you're right the, the public land it's it's everybody and everybody ought to have the same opportunity yeah
1: Yeah. And that's, and you're hundred percent, right. You know, Um, and and, and there's this too, you know, kind of another side of that coin. Um, You're right. You don't have to give them their honey hole, but you can give them a good spot, a spot where they can have a successful. And I don't mean by harvesting an animal, but by enjoying the hunt, successful hunt. And if they learn, You know, if they enjoy it and they want to come back for more, then they can find their own honey hole, you know, and that's Mm -hmm. part of hunting is finding that own hunting, honey hole, you know, that getting out there and scouting and learning the country and finding your own honey hole. Um, But the point is you want it to be enjoyable. You want them to enjoy the experience so they do come back for more. So you can't just send them out into a spot that you've never seen any animals because – They're not going to enjoy it. They're not going to become a part of our hunting community and you've just wasted your time.
0: Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. That's correct. So you guys, um, thanks for joining us on this podcast. Uh, go check out our website. We really in, I I posted the blog on, uh, on hunt it forward, uh, really kind of lays it out. Uh, and, you know what? Leave us some, uh, uh, leave us some comments. You know, you talked about that poll on on, on what we should ask those people. Yep. Um, yeah, we'll
1: get so the, we'll we, get out we'll get that out there.
0: Yep. Uh, we'll we'll do that poll. Uh, join us on Facebook, on Instagram, uh, our websites uh, www.natagrandeoutdoors.com. We also have a Twitter. Uh, and we look forward to uh, helping out who we can and really enjoying this, this bringing new hunters into the fold through Hashtag Hunt It Forward.
1: Yes, sir. Thanks for joining us.
0: Thank you. Adios. Adios.